This is Matt Hurt at Obsessive Viewer on Twitter. This is Tiny at Obsessive Tiny on Twitter. This is Michael Lawrence White. You can find me at I am Mike White on Twitter. And this is ObsessiveViewer.com's The Obsessive Viewer Podcast. Guys, this is somewhat of a bonus episode. We're just kind of freeballing this. Uh, welcome to the Obsessive Viewer Podcast. We're a weekly movie and TV podcast that uh, discusses a specific topic, be a genre, trope, movie, or show. And uh, Mike, do you want to intro our guest for the day for the episode? No. Oh, okay, cool. So we're <laughs> no, just three guys. I have with me uh, one of my best friends from when I was a kid, and I used to say that. And he used to make fun of me for saying kids because we, we became friends when we were 12. <laughs> so uh, this is my friend, and we've known each other for 16 years. This is my friend, Dustin Mattingly. Yeah, and you can find me at I am Mike White 2 on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually, he's not kidding. Oh, that is oh, so really? awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I started love that it account so seven months ago. <laughs> You dorks. I love that so much. Like, that fills me with so much joy. Yeah. I don't use it. I just made it just in case I ever got on the podcast. <laughs> um, By the way, uh, longtime listeners might know Dustin. Um, like, last summer we had uh, Hoy Polloi on the show. Uh, Dustin is a member of that. They're a comedy troupe who does, who does comedy videos, YouTube videos, and I was a part of their 30-minute special uh recently but this time it's just dustin i know those guys i like those other guys but dustin has been one of my friends for one of my best friends for about 16 years most of my life uh and so i i want him to be here he's here at my house today because we're actually working on our second ep for our band as good as it gets (laughs) so dustin is the guy that you cheat on us with when you do other audio things right he is the one he is technically i came first well, <laughs> sorry, baby. I didn't know it was your turn. <laughs> that's that's true. He did, yeah. So we've been working on our on our second EP. It's called Something New, and it's got five brand new songs. And we're nice. super excited about it. And when is that going to be released? It's gonna be released on Valentine's Day. Sweet. Yeah. Nice. That is exciting. That's very that's exciting. I'm really looking forward to it because I really like your first one, and uh, you know, and I'm not just saying that because. Uh, you're my friend. I'm just yeah. saying. I'm saying that because I genuinely enjoy it. Well, thank you. A lot of some different stuff this time. Some piano. Uh, nice. It's kind of we kind of tried to write some different songs this time. Nice, different sounding stuff. If you liked the first one, I think you'll love the new one. Yeah, sweet, sweet. for sure. And can we talk about how you guys got freaking snubbed at the Grammys? Right. Every well, year, man. Every year. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, if I would have won, though. If I would have won, I would have given my Grammy to Beyonce. Well, yeah, because Kanye <laughs> makes a good point. Yeah, <laughs> you have to respect every, every time. You, you have, have to respect great. artistry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I didn't. We're we're hoping this next EP will get us there. Cool. Yeah, you've got the uh, obsessive viewer bump. Thanks. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, thanks. But more importantly, yes. Uh, Dustin is here on a day. I mean, we had this day planned to, to kind of write music and talk about music and do music things. But, uh, this is of course the obsessive viewer podcast where we talk about the screen movies and TVs, uh, movies and TV show. 
And Dustin is is one of my uh, one of the friends I know who knows the most about Spider Man. And there was news today. Yes, there was news today. I, there was a there was a vacuum there. Um, yeah, there was some big news today. That um, first of all, I just have to say, have you guys heard of the show Black Mirror? Oh, I love Black Mirror. Right? Um, no, I'm just. It. Oh, it I'm... is by far some of the best television I've seen in uh, uh, at least eight months. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It's great. And I've been talking about it a lot. And I love Mike's responses to all the time that I bring it up. But anyway, uh, yeah, Spider Man is going to be, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, is going to be included into the Marvel Cinematic Universe in an upcoming uh, movie, which, I mean, come on. Seriously, which one do you think it's going to be? Yeah. Um, and then he's going to have his own his own movie in 2017 that's going to be co-produced by Sony and Marvel, or it's it's going to be yes. it's going to be a Sony movie with Marvel's uh, yeah. production team or, or stamp of approval. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're creative. Uh, and the first thing I read, like the first announcement that I saw, was that uh, it said the these words specifically. Characters from the Marvel comic book universe are going to be into in the Spider-Man movies, which I thought was a weird twist. It, it's it, yeah. it was like a Sony spin on it. Yeah, <laughs> you know huh. what I mean. Yeah, but like my, if we can just get right into our our takeaways from it. Um, actually, Dustin, what did you think about this? Because you're a big Spider-Man fan and you're our guest. I creamed my jeans, and I'll tell you <laughs> why. Uh, it, like when Amazing Spider-Man Two came out, I saw it with Mike, and we had a long conversation afterwards. <clears throat> and I specifically remember saying, "Man, it'd be so great if if uh, Spider-Man could join the Marvel Cinematic Universe." And but it's not going to happen in our lifetime. Yeah, and less literally than, our words. Yeah, it'll not, not going to happen in our lifetime. And the, then it happens. Like I I got really really excited about it, and I think it's smart on Sony's part. Uh, for multiple reasons. First of all, uh, even though Amazing Spider-Man did pretty well uh, globally, uh, domestically, they were, weren't satisfied with how much money it made. Um, not having to compete with a, a, a Marvel movie coming out, I mean, that's a huge help as far as how much money they can take in at the domestic box office. Mm -hmm. So I think that was pretty smart. Not just that, but the the fact that they can, they will get some Marvel Cinematic Universe characters pulled into the Spider-Man universe, or at least the Spider-Man movies. Um, I, that is one of the most exciting things to me because as far as the comic books go, and I've been collecting since I was probably 11, 10 years old, uh, Spider-Man is the team-up guy. Um, there was actually a book out for a long time called Marvel Team-Up, and it was always Spider-Man and then somebody else. <laughs> so the fact that that is, is open now to the movies, I'm, I'm pretty stoked about it. Cool. Nice. Nice. Uh, Mike and Tiny. Boom. Uh, I'll go because Mike's sure. better at this because <laughs> comic books. Um, I think it's great. I, I love how there's that reciprocity there, how it's not just like, uh, you know, one 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 of the studios just paid a bunch of money to the other one and now they're out of the picture or whatever. It's nice that they, they're literally working together. That's 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 just because it makes me all warm and fuzzy inside. Um. <laughs> So yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. Did they? I forget. Did they specify? I thought they specified which movie he was going to appear in. 
They didn't, did they? they? I thought. Okay. But no, I they didn't. Know. But I think we can all assume it's yeah. going to be Captain America. It's going to be Age of Oh yeah, Civil Civil War. Okay, I'm that's what kidding. I thought. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It 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 has to be given the amount of, you know, how much Spider Man is a pivotal part. I, as far as I know, I spent two hours today going through um, a checklist of the chronological order of all of the Civil War tie-in stuff, and then and yeah, then, and you were going to read everything. I was going to read everything, and that's a I, lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah, you. I tell you, Matt, you need to consult <laughs> with me before you do I, take on this type of. I event. know, right? And the, the underlying thing <laughs> is there like is so much crap. In I sp- it. <laughs> I literally spent two hours at my desk going through it, like tallying each one with with the file that I had and everything, and then. I sent it to Mike, and he's like, oh, yeah, just read the Civil War stuff in Spider-Man. I'm like, yes. oh, f- <laughs> <laughs> Yep. I just wasted two hours, but yeah. Seriously, start with Amazing Spider-Man uh, 529. Mm-hmm. Read read that and read Civil War. And Dustin suggested Frontline. Read Frontline. Yeah, if you read okay. Civil War Frontline too, it's another, I think it's a few more issues. Okay. Uh, than just the regular Civil War story. But there's some cool stuff in that that I think uh, uh, is is um, it's key to really knowing the characters. By the end of it, you kind of get a different feel for who you think is good and who you think is bad. And it's, okay. it's kind of important. Nice. I feel like I might be going out of order, but we're, we're kind of having fun and we're just being comic book nerds right now. So speculation <laughs> is kind of part of it. Right. But uh, the next... The next major Avengers plotline after Civil War. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean, we know the movies are gonna do are gonna do um, apocalypse or not apocalypse, oh. um, the <laughs> Infinity Gauntlet. Right, right. Infinity. But Wars I wonder the the thing the way they reconcile Civil War in the comics is Siege, and I wonder if it's oh. in any the back of anyone's mind at Marvel to do Siege, or are they just gonna reconcile for Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, mm. I'll I'll chime in right here, and Go I think it. this. Please this, do. Specifically, after Civil War, they did Secret Invasion, and then Siege was the response to uh, Secret Invasion. Yeah, that's Secret true. Invasion because they had a whole run of of the Dark Reign story arcs that that that's sort true. of encompassed the Secret Invasion to Siege aspect. So I don't think that they're going to worry about Siege. Um, yeah. Not that it wouldn't be neat, especially given the fact that um, since Marvel has. Uh, Spider-Man, essentially, they could have all the they other characters. Goblin, yeah. The chance to have Norman oh. Osborn in an Iron Patriot suit, because we've already seen Iron Patriot in oh. the Ooh. third uh, Iron Man movie. I yeah. mean, that's true. I guess options. I wasn't thinking. I, I think um, I definitely think uh, they kind of one of my complaints about Avengers was when they had the Chitari and they they should have done scrolls. Yeah, I thought mm. they were going to be scrolls. Mm. Yeah. And so they didn't do that. Uh and and I feel like if they did scrolls, it would almost be like a retread. Yeah, of the Chitari. I I think a big thing why they didn't do the scrolls is because I believe the scrolls might be under um, under Fox's domain because of Fantastic Four. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm. So okay, <laughs> they were they were big Fantastic Four characters more so. And it's Super Scroll and all that jazz. So, so they won't point. do it. So they won't they won't reconcile. Hmm. It the way we the way they did in the comics, but that's that's fine. Right. The, the new we're talking about Spider Man, yeah. and so I think we can all assume it'll be Civil War, Cap Three Civil War. Right. Right. Which oh my gosh, and the first, idea of yeah. the Russo brothers. Oh yeah, they're they're attached to direct Civil War. 
they're directing uh, uh, Cap 3. Yeah, That's Civil right. War. Mm, yeah. And I think they're rumored also to helm um, the Infinity War Part 1 and Part 2. Oh, really? I think yeah, so too. It's, just, it's just rumor and speculation yeah. uh, from what yeah, I've cause heard. Yeah, because we know Joss Whedon We know Joss is done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After two, yeah. But first, let's backtrack really quickly, Mike. What was your reaction to? Because I don't think we got your actual reaction to the news. You know, I uh, <laughs> my first one was, "Why is everybody calling me so early?" I took the day <laughs> off today, <laughs> and uh, my phone started blowing up at like seven thirty. Dustin called me. Uh, I had a couple students text me, uh, and <sighs> and so it's cool. I I, I kind of have mixed reactions about the thing. Um, I'll, I'll start with the positive first. I really think it's awesome to see, uh, you know, Marvel comics, Marvel cinematic, Sony, and then in turn, Disney do something positive, uh, for the fans that the fans have been asking for. Mm -hmm. We know it's going to make a bajillion dollars. So of course there's money involved, but the, one of the reasons Dustin and I were so convinced that they wouldn't do it is because of the money involved yeah. and and because they they wanted to keep the money to themselves the to the optimist in me the 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 comic book fan in me who used to dream up the weirdest scenarios <laughs> is just so delighted that they're throwing us a bone for once yeah and i'll I'll kind of leapfrog off of that and talk about my reactions to it um I was surprised that I went to sleep early enough to miss this news because I've been I've gotten in the habit of going to sleep at like twelve twelve or one a.m. and uh, I just woke up and saw like oh at like eleven thirty nine this news broke and I <laughs> oh, was wow. like oh okay um, and I was kind of I, I kind of immediately resented it because I was like oh now I'm awake and what and the way I have my alarm set up is I set an alarm for like six and then another alarm for like six thirty. And 631, 32, 33, 34. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I have tons of alarms. And then I'm just like, oh, okay, I didn't get my actual like 20 minutes of sleep. But anyway, um, it's it's really interesting to me. And, and during your guys' back and forth about comics, all I thought was, this is why I can't comic book. Because this, it's <laughs> so – I'm like I want to be like a completionist with everything. And like you're talking about like they're reconciling Civil War with this thing. And then this thing comes along and I'm like – I have like one trade paperback of um, Siege that Mike you uh, recommended I buy like like that was like four years ago. In oh Evansville. yeah, I was like it's in my book. My book it was shelf. it was uh, it was actually three and a half years ago. It was in October. Oh yeah, it's actually October seventeenth. That's so cute because it's uh, right when you started dating your now wife. Yeah. No. Yeah. And that was also that was also um, three three years to the day before Sharktober in Irvington. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah. God. Anyway, a, well, I just I remember it because you were there because you were you were going to the Thank You Jade show. Yes, yes, that's right. Um. So anyway, so yeah, my initial reaction was this is amazing, and uh, as, this is amazing Spider Man. Um, oh, and then oh, no, <laughs> no, he did it. No. He Stop there. the recording right now. It's over. Good God. Um, Let me, I just want to say to you, I feel like we're getting off topic, but whatever. It's a bonus Uh, episode. It's a bonus episode. Um, To catch up on all of that stuff is really not as daunting as you, as you might think it is. Uh, Dustin and I have both over the, the last 16 years we've known each other kind of fallen in and out of, of comic books. Um, Mm -hmm. Mostly financial for financial reasons. For financial reasons. (laughs) Yeah. 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 We were kind of both really into them uh, in junior high and, both kind of fell out and then 
I got back in and told him to get in and he got out and I got, you know. Uh, and so it's it's pretty easy if you just kind of pick your one title. For us, it's all, it's Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just kind of get the main books in the storyline. You you can – I mean I can give you that list. But if, <laughs> if all you really care about is the movies, start with Civil War and you're good. Okay. Yeah. So Civil hmm. War is, is the um, – it's the event comic that I think everyone has has been rooting for a movie to be made from. Yeah. Since they started rumoring Avengers. Yeah. Well, that makes me that brings up another uh, point that I wanted to make or wanted to throw to you guys. Um, is it is it too like I know nothing really about Civil War except for I have a checklist that I manually checked off every single issue of like a hundred and some issues. Um, is Civil War because it seems like it's a vast, huge thing, but is it enough to, or or is one movie enough to cover it? Because I mean, it's a one, it's a one movie thing with Captain America: Civil War, and you know, there's going to be Captain America and Iron Man, and then now probably Spider Man. Um, is it more suitable for like a big team up movie that's would be a two parter like like the way that Infinity War is going to be? Or is this just it's, totally aimless speculation? <laughs> yeah, no, it's really tough. There's no way for us to know. My guess, my hope, is that at the end of Ultron, we'll see something. We'll see the cracks. But I don't know. That's a really great question. It is a great question. Oh, thank you. I, yeah, and are they going to, like, um, you know, Spider-Man is the emotional center of Civil War. He's not the plot center. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. He he is our way into civil war because this is not our conflict. We're not superheroes who need to be registered. We're we're people trying to pick a side of, of two guys Speak that we love, you know. For yourself. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um and so it'll be weird to me. Uh, so I'll go back a second. I, I didn't get to my the negatives of this whole Spider Man thing. Mm-hmm. My my reaction this morning, um, and I would just say I'm worried what they might do or how they're going to do it. When I when I say that I'm glad they're getting their act together and they're giving the fans what they want, the the flip side is I hope that they do, and I hope it's not just for money or not just. I hope they don't think just doing it is enough. Okay, tiny. Do Does you that have make sense? To say about that. Um. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, are are you, Mike? Are you are you worried that like they? Do you think they should have done something differently? Do you think it would it would be more? It would be better if uh, Marvel had basically just bought the rights back and Sony was just completely out of the picture. That would be nice. Uh, even more so, I wish they would. I hope I wish they would start with a Spider-Man thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, is Captain America getting pushed back? I know a lot of the movies are being pushed no. back. But- Captain America uh, 3 is not. No, uh, Thor, Ragnarok, and uh, the Inhumans, and one other one is getting pushed back. But that's like... like uh, I think Miss Marvel and Black Panther. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, so that said, I don't know, I don't know how Spider-Man in Civil War will be significant enough for me for his presence to matter. Right, and that mm. that brings up another point that they've already said that they're you know 
Andrew Garfield's not going to be in it. It's going to be, I assume, a new going to recast, new recast, and all yeah. that stuff. I, Hashtag Donald for Spider Man. Yeah. But I wonder. But, um, I doubt it. Yeah, they're yeah, not going to do. No, that. I there's doubt it. no way. I doubt he'll want to. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's also a question: Is it going to be Peter Parker, or is it going to be that other guy? I I heard or I read in a uh, Miles Morales, by the way. There you go. Yeah, I I read a quote from um, a Sony exec saying that it's going to be uh, Peter Parker. Oh, like nice. they didn't they didn't specifically say Peter Parker. It was like in the context of well, now we can tell uh, Peter Parker's future. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, they didn't blatantly say it's going to be Peter Parker, but they mentioned his name. I'm taking <laughs> that as it's going to be Peter Parker. Yeah, and I you know my my thought process as far as like speculation goes is uh, I, I'm I'm wondering if. First of all, I'm wondering. I assumed it was going to be Peter Parker, and I was wondering, are they going to go with you know like a teenaged Peter Parker, and we're going to have to, and then the movie that comes out, the the new Spider-Man movie, is it going to be an origin story again, or are they going to cast someone who's like 30 or 35, <laughs> and the new Spider-Man movie is not going to be an origin story at all? That that That's that. That would be my preference. I mean, I don't, again, I don't know anything about the comics. Me too. Or, I agree yeah, fully. Yeah. I don't think that they're going to do another origin story. Yeah, please I'm don't. Sick of two, it. <laughs> yeah, two reasons. They already done two movies that were Spider-Man's yeah. origin. Right? Mm-hmm. And if we recall uh, uh, Eric Bana as the Hulk <laughs> in Ang Lee's Hulk, uh, <laughs> after that one, they did the movie with Edward Norton, right? The Incredible right. Hulk. Yeah. And if we remember, uh, that was that was really the kickoff for um did that come out before iron man it came yeah. out like a few months it was like after a few iron months man, after it? or before i can't remember yeah it was like a couple months after it was it was yeah. like the same summer but yeah yeah it, was iron it, man. Did, right. it didn't do yeah. very well um but if we if, if you remember in the beginning credits they kind of encompassed the origin story within the credits a sequence yeah. of images and i thought it was tastefully done we didn't have to go through all that stuff again to be introduced to a, a new character, a new storyline, a new movie. Right. I think they'll probably do something like that, maybe. Um, but the simple fact that they're going to bring Spider-Man into an MCU movie before he gets his own movie, mm-hmm. I think they're relying heavily on the fact that everyone knows who Spider-Man yeah. is at this right. point. There's been five movies. Uh, and even then, remember Batman 1989? We knew... Yeah, you know what I mean. They yeah. didn't do an origin story. Yeah, they it didn't can do an be done. Story. Yeah, that's my thinking as well. Right. I, I that's what I would prefer. Yeah, and this yeah. is after after two franchises. This is really the cleanest way they can reboot that that character. I mean, yeah. by having just even like a little bit of like, if not ignoring it, uh, if not ignoring a complete origin story, uh, just like having some exposition. Like, oh, oh this dude was bit by a spider. Cool. Yeah, he's now swinging around. Yeah, um, yeah. I just um, to kind of go back to my concern about Civil War is I don't know, like I don't know if teasing him in that movie will be enough for me to call it worth it. Hmm. D- Dustin's shaking his head. Dustin's not sure. I my, are, are you happy to just have them him there? No, no, no. Like I, and I've said this before. Um, whenever they uh, uh, those emails got leaked from Sony um, about the original discussion over sh- over sharing um, Spider Man, uh, if if they had him in Civil War, then I feel like as long as they 
get him the Iron Spider suit, oh, which please. if you've if you've read they Civil won't War, do that. <laughs> oh, but come on! I feel like I, it would be a symbol of what we can expect with the union of Sony and Marvel and Disney, because that's something that we never would have gotten before, and yeah. we've already seen Spider-Man's suit multiple renditions throughout all the movies. And so like what our introduction of Spider-Man is Spider-Man is Peter Parker to be this kid that Tony Stark hires. Hmm. No, I think he's probably going to already be an employee at that point. Cause if you okay. go back and read civil war, he worked for Tony Stark and Tony Stark knew about his secret. Right. So he basically asked him, you know, will you stand beside me and will right. you, will you have my back? So when the this? movie starts, well, but the movie I don't know. It's going to be, it's not going to be what we think. It's not no, going to be. No, I don't think it's going to be any, anything we're going to talk about. It's not, yeah, gonna, right. it's not going to be the same. <laughs> Although a year ago we talked about him being Spider-Man being in the Marvel universe. And, yeah, we did. Yeah, that's true. We were wrong. Uh, I do want to go back to the question that you posed earlier, um, Matt, because yes. I, I, I didn't get a chance to, to say it. Okay. Um, in, t- in discussion, in discussing uh, uh, if civil war should be a big crossover, Mm-hmm. Um, movie as compared to um, a solo, like a Captain America film. Right. If before they had done Winter Soldier, I probably would have said, yeah, it should be a crossover movie. Okay. But the fact that with the solo movies now, they're bringing in more characters from the extended universe. I mean, that movie heavily weighed on uh, um, Black Widow being right. in the movie. It kind of even weighed heavily on a lot of action sequences with uh, Samuel L. Jackson mm-hmm. as Nick Nick Fury. True, um, and I think the more and more they talk about bringing in these people into other movies, like the fact that Iron Man's going to be in Captain America's Civil War, I think that they're going to be able to pull it off. Yeah. I don't think it has to be a big crossover movie. And I, uh, uh, oh, I lost my thought. <laughs> Sorry. That's um, well, in thinking about like. In story arcs in comics, like the, the normally a one story uh, in a Spider-Man comic might stretch out to five issues, okay. right? And so for big crossover issues, yeah, they, they take up a lot of time. Big event comics because they only release them every month or every two every month. And they, they take a lot of time to gestate in that sense, but to actually sit down and read them, um, it, I think that it could easily be translated into a singular movie script. I don't think it needs to be a two-parter. I think they could do it beginning to end. I think they could do it tastefully. I think they could do it um, as long as they have all the players. And I don't think that even when I heard they were going to do Civil War, I know I, 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 the comic book reader was like, oh, but they need, they need Spider-Man. I don't <laughs> think that they need Spider-Man to do a successful Civil War No, movie. I agree that they don't. And that's kind of my point is – is he just going to feel like a taste test in that movie? Like probably they're, they're just throwing us a bone probably because again, I feel like all of this and that's is enough being, for you. Well, I think all of this is being done in service of the fans as is, yeah, you know, is. I'm not well. Okay. I say that, but Sony's <laughs> looking to make more money off of, off of Spider-Man as a franchise. Yeah. And Marvel's looking to make more money having Spider-Man as a, as a franchise as well, because let's just face facts. Iron Man is their golden boy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I he was before Captain America. I really feel like Chris Evans is kind of taking that mantle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Chris uh, Evans but, wants to direct now. <laughs> like he's like he's said that. Yeah, he's talking about being done. done. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I and I and I think that 
I don't think they'll kill off Cap in Civil War. They could. They might. They might. They might. But if they do, we already know that Winter Soldier is also going to be in Civil War. So we're looking mm. at a roster right now of at least Iron Man, at least Black Panther, at least Winter Soldier, uh, at least Captain America. We can guarantee that Nick Fury is going to be in it. And it's either going to be Hawkeye or Black Widow again. And maybe Spider-Man. And maybe <laughs> Spider-Man, yeah. You know, uh, so there's a lot going on. And even then, like in Winter Soldier, they name dropped Stephen Strange. And now with Benedict Cumberbatch being cast as Doctor Strange, I mean, they can name drop anybody they want. Right. Uh, So I I digress. Personally, I really hope that they get Sky from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because I really love Chloe Bennett. Um, Crickets. Anyway. um, (laughs) (laughs) No, um... Let's talk about the studio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about the studio aspect of this because, uh, like, okay, like Mike, you've mentioned that it's it's uh, in service of the fans and it's like you're really pumped about that. But I think that the kind of underlying thing is that Sony's really hurting. <laughs> like they tried and yeah. failed so badly with with Amazing Spider-Man two to try to franchise it out like Marvel, and then now with the the whole hack thing, they're extraordinarily vulnerable. Vulnerable, and I feel like that that this is more that that this whole news is more of a response to, or more reactionary of. Um, Sony just really limping to find some kind of some kind of life preserver and Marvel being like, oh, hey, guys, uh, you got what we want and uh, we've got a lot of money and, you know, you don't really have that many options left. Yeah. Um, Let me clarify. I don't think it's a service to the fans. Right, right. I'm just I'm just saying I'm glad that they were able to connect those dots for us because we've sure. been asking for it, you know. Sure, yeah, sure. It, it feels like Sony did it out of necessity, mm-hmm. whereas right. Marvel did this out of convenience. Yes. Right. Because like, like Dustin said, they don't need Spider-Man for this because yeah. they are already they have semis full of money backing up to their <laughs> docks. I mean, they just have so much. They, it doesn't matter. They don't need him to make money. So yeah. uh, it's, it's, just, even, it's, just, it's just convenient. Mm-hmm. Even it's, without needing him, they want him. Yeah. True. That's very it's true. I mean, very yeah. smart business move. Yeah. Very true, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I feel like Marvel – one of the concerns I had was that, okay, you know, Amazing Spider-Man, the first one, was pretty good. I, I enjoyed it enough. On review, repeat viewings, I wasn't really that crazy about it. But um, the second one was just so muddied or muddied with just unnecessary plot elements and stuff like that that it just felt like Sony was just like really interfering, trying to cram all this stuff into just really – Swing for the fences and try to get a franchise up and running, but I think that's the best thing out of all of this is that that franchise is dead. Yeah, absolutely. And really? one of the things that, like, I like, I think Tiny, I think you mentioned earlier that um, having it as an out and out, like, okay, Marvel buying the buying the rights back would have been much more preferable. But now they have like like Sony's still going to be involved somewhat, and I feel like I was a little concerned first of all that. Okay, well, Sony's still going to be involved creatively to in a capacity with the, I mean the the standalone Spider-Man movie is going to be a Sony movie with some Marvel, um, you know, influence. Um, but one of the concern, one of the things that lightens my concern is that Sony is hurting so much that they're not going to like they don't 
they don't have like Marvel has the clout that they could shoot shut down pretty much as many creative suggestions that Sony tries to throw at them. Not that there would be any infighting between them, but um, it's just it's a really interesting and unique kind of way. And uh, with having uh, with having Marvel. Uh, cinematic universe characters in Spider-Man it's like it sound it makes me feel just like really like not not nervous or anything just like like almost to the point of being overwhelmed because we have Marvel is such a huge huge universe um right now and it's so like I mean they just they announced their slate for like the next five years and like 10 movies and it's like, Oh, Hey guys, here we're, we're going to do this. But now it's like extending into what will hopefully for Sony be like their own, like final, finally done Spider-Man universe. And they're going to have characters from another studio's universe influence that. And it's just like, I just feel like the Marvel cinematic universe just grew really big. Yeah. And it's, it's, I mean, it's a good time to be in love with these movies. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I just keep. I just hope they keep making good ones. Yeah, yeah. That's... I think a lot of people forget about the Thor movies and and how how great not they are. <laughs> and the first Captain America movie and mm-hmm. the second Iron Man movie. Yeah. And I loved the first Captain America movie. Did you really? I did because I mean maybe it's because I was. You're such it. A, You're I, the one. <laughs> no, I know at least one other guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> it it could be because I really loved Rocketeer growing up. <laughs> and Joe Joe Johnston, the guy who directed it, he really made Captain America have that sort of campy fifties Nazis are bad feel. Yeah. Like when I watched it, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed the special effects. I enjoyed uh oh, what's the actor's name who played Red Skull? Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving. Yeah. I enjoyed Hugo Weaving as Red Skull. I thought that was a great casting call. Um and look at all the stuff that we got from it, too. I mean, Peggy Carter, who now has a series, uh, without that first Captain America movie. Yeah, but is that any good? That wasn't I've heard, the first half of I've Shield, heard not very really good. good things. I haven't seen anything. I've, I've heard, heard that really it's good really good, too. And and the rest of the season one of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is, is very solid, I'll say. Yeah, I, I was bored the first half. And then I, whenever it came on to Netflix, I watched the second half, and I mm-hmm. thoroughly got into it. It, yeah. it, it. it won me over. And then I actually rewatched the first half uh, just to look for little nuances building up to the big plot twists in the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I know that I'm committing obsessive viewer sacrilege here, <laughs> but uh, and I also don't want to sound like a snob. Please understand that I I mean, I I. I see all of these movies the day they come out because I love right. them and I'm a fanboy. But um, for me, it's all about the source material, and I'm like I'm more excited about what Secret Wars is going to do the Marvel comic universe than what this this Spider Man thing is going to do. Oh. Okay, sure. I I, I worry about um, just just basically kind of the messiness of it. You know, you have two studios like this doesn't really happen. This doesn't happen, right? And so. The last thing that any movie ever needs is a whole nother set of executives and producers trying to get their opinions into a movie. Too many cooks. Exactly. Um, it's true. And you know, this this deal sort of has the feeling that like Marvel's just kind of be like, gonna, in regards to their feelings towards Sony having input in the creative side of this movie and the franchise going forward. It kind of feels like they're like, okay, why don't you just go sit in the corner with the bone that we just threw you and shut up? Right. Um, yeah. And honestly, I think that'd probably be for the best, given the 
you know, administrative and executive decisions that have been made at Sony over the last decade or so. Right. Um, but at the same time, who knows what the what the fine print of the contract says? Maybe, maybe we're gonna get some crap like we saw in the past two Spider-Man movies and energy, you know, just injected into this Marvel universe. Yeah, like who gets the final word, right? Exactly. If Sony yeah. gets the final word, and they, that's not a good thing. It's messy. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like they. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. But my whole. My whole thing is how much is Peter Parker going to dance and have like emo hair? That's that's my main Listen, concern here. Hey, I've done it before and I will defend that scene. <laughs> I will defend Peter Parker's dance. He makes a great argument. Forever. <laughs> okay. I'm not kidding. No, I know, I know. And then it shocks me every time. <laughs> I bought Dustin bought it. Yeah, yeah. He's I listened to that episode probably 3 times. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it was the guilty pleasures, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's one yeah, of my that... favorite episodes, honestly. I don't, I don't want to defend Spider-Man Three. Overall, yeah, it's a yeah. terrible movie by it's, all means. Yeah, but it's... you, but you did a little, but, and, and but, you kind of convinced me. Yeah, <laughs> but the first thing people say is the is the emo thing. Right, That's not the worst thing. And, in the dance. It's, it's by far not. The worst and it's thing. not the worst thing in the movie, honestly. Like I find. Uh, um, James it's the Franco. easiest to make fun of because emo was easy to make fun of in 06. Yeah. And yeah. A, a much a much worse scene is uh um oh my god uh, James Franco and uh uh oh, Mary yeah. Jane dancing no. to twist and <laughs> no. shout while doing the dishes or something like that. Yeah, That's and cooking. then didn't Tiny and I <sighs> shoot you down and say, No, that happens. Yeah, you yeah, we did. while making omelets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, we did. You, you have a sad <laughs> life, Matt. I do, I do. I dance making omelets every day. <laughs> yes. I don't. <laughs> I, have, I have a spaghetti dance. Oh, good Have you guys read uh, <laughs> Sam Raimi's, uh, like the stuff that came out uh, about what Sam Raimi said about why he didn't do four and kind of his thoughts for four that came out a couple months ago? It was from the Nerdist episode he did, right? I listened to that episode. Yes, it was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I listened to that episode. I feel like the, the news outlets were just like, oh, he referenced the Spider-Man franchise. We need to jump on this. When it was really yeah. like, you know, it was kind of like vague kind of, unless yeah. I wasn't paying close enough attention. It was like, you know, studios are going to do, studios be noting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Wow. I don't know. Sorry. I have a question. With all this information out there, with the change, just off the top of all your guys' heads, what? who do you think will direct the solo Spider-Man movie? Who do you think should direct it? Ooh. And who would be your first choice? Matthew Vaughn. Oh. Matthew Vaughn to be Spider-Man? Oh, to play? No, to direct. No, oh, Matthew Vaughn to direct. Okay. Yeah. Done. End of conversation. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see Kingsman. You guys, I'm I'm mildly excited. Okay. Oh yeah, I think so, it looks I think it looks fun. Kingsman. Yeah. First class was the dopeness. So. <laughs> oh my god. Uh. So yeah, Matthew Vaughn for sure. Okay. What about Boys? you? What about you guys? You know, I haven't thought about it. Matthew Vaughn would be terrific. He'd be in my top three without question. Uh, mm-hmm. Geez, I don't know. I'd have to think about it. Mm. Um. Mm. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, you know, I would. I'd, <laughs> I'd be. I'd be curious to see. Um. I'd be curious to see what. Uh. Geez, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Um. Uh. uh the South African guy who did uh, District Nine. 
Ooh. Um, um, Neil Blomkamp? Neil Blomkamp. Yeah. I would be curious to see what he could do with, with a franchise movie, like not a piece of a piece of material that's not his own. Just just to see what he could do. Uh, yeah, but I, I don't know if I want to see Spider-Man in South Africa because well, apparently that's the only place <laughs> he can set a movie. <laughs> well, at least he was in L.A., but that movie wasn't I, that great. I agree as far as directing. Like, yeah, he's great, true. but I don't know if Spider-Man is the right take for him. I right. think he should do something like something more tech related because he, he he does a really good job with that sort of special effect. Yeah, uh, I, I don't I don't know if I'd want to see him cut his teeth that way on something on such a valuable and like a tentpole kind yeah. of kind of franchise. Maybe something like if he had gotten something like Guardians. Yeah, uh, you know. I, actually, bouncing off of what what Mike said, Black Panther. I mean, that's the way to go. I guess. Oh yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, I think he could do a, that. I can see that working. Wow, yeah. <laughs> that makes good that, call. Yeah. Um. Um, my my pick, I honestly, and this is pure speculation, but I think it would work out great for um, for both studios, is that first off, we know that Joss Whedon isn't going to be directing anything after Avengers <laughs> Age of Ultron. Um, I think if he were to helm the solo Spider-Man movie, first off, he already Never has... Happened. It could happen. Okay, it ahead. could happen. He already has his fingers dabbled and wet from everything in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I think it would bode well for Marvel having him in the directorial chair hmm. um, as far as keeping things in a balance, thinking about what else can happen in the extended universe that the, that the movie is supposed to exist in. Um, and I also think for Sony, I mean, Joss Whedon, he was the director of Avengers. He, yeah. yeah. He will make them money, so they will get that that name boost, yeah. and it would also bode bode well for both sides. I have a feeling that uh, Josh Sweden's the kind of guy who I, I have a feeling he's going to want to move on to his own thing next. Yeah, because he that's what he's really done over. Right. That, that's what he's made his name doing is his own stuff. Um, it might be based on previous property, sure. but like like Buffy and stuff like yeah. that. Hell, um, he directed Much Ado About Nothing just on a break from <laughs> Avengers. Right. I, yeah, I, yeah, which he came up with on his own, right? Well, uh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I have a feeling I have a feeling he wants to do what he wants to do next. That's yeah. that's just what I'm yeah. guessing. But uh, that, I I definitely wouldn't wouldn't shy away from a Joss Whedon Spider Man movie. I say, you know what I would. What were you gonna say? I was were, just gonna, were you say, gonna take another stab. I haven't taken a stab yet, actually. Oh, I want to go anti-Joss Whedon. Oh, okay. For it, yeah. Okay. Because Avengers was fun, but my big complaint about it, and I might—I probably said this on the podcast before, was just the lack of Easter eggs. Easter eggs, He yeah. made a really, really, really great movie starring some superheroes, <laughs> but he didn't really make it for people like me and Dustin. Right. I, I, I agree with that, but I also think that there was a lot hindering on bringing all these properties together. Into there is. It's a lot of work. You're yeah. right. And I there think that not having to worry about that, and not just that, but Spider-Man movies have already existed. Yeah. There's a lot of characters that we already know. We you, we can be introduced to Harry Osborn in a nanosecond and just yeah. click, and we already know who his dad is. Mm-hmm. We know the connection to the Green Goblin. There's a lot already fixed into the so, idea. Yeah, of and, and f- maybe it was Disney who said, hey, let's keep the Easter eggs out. Although, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if they'd do that. Uh, Winter Soldier was Easter eggs galore. Oh, yeah. That only, added basket. To, that only added to the quality of the movie. <laughs> I say give it to Edgar Wright. <laughs> just yeah, because. You know, just because. Happen, huh? yeah. <laughs> oh, it won't, but I'm just saying, just because. Just <laughs> 
Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't fight it. Oh but no, I think it'd be interesting, that. but yeah. yeah. I don't know who I who I would pick as director though. Honestly, Matthew Vaughn would be a fantastic choice. Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. Uh, Let uh, Toby Maguire direct it. <laughs> Hopefully, he dies during the filming. Jesus, <laughs> that is harsh, man. That is harsh. I know. I hate Toby Maguire. <laughs> what about Dan Gilroy? Oh yeah, guy that directed Nightcrawler. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah. So he's already got already got. Stop, just stop. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. We know. Yep. We know. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> that ended um, so fast. It did. <laughs> we were like, don't f-ing even. <laughs> like I stopped it before Space. I started, and then you guys still got on me about it. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, I, I. But then I don't know that. I mean, that's just a stab in the dark. I'm. I'm really. I. I'm not qualified a stab for this. In the night. A shot in the dark. <sighs> Jacking off with the lights off. Jesus. <laughs> no, but seriously. Who to be Spider Man? Oh, man. Um, we don't know him. We have, yeah. You think he's going to be a no name? Yeah, I think he's going to be a no name. Yeah, yeah or, or someone that's in something now that we uh, isn't even on our radar. So a no yeah. name. Um, pretty I don't much. Know. I don't know if they could do that. Like, I don't know if they would do the studio would be that bold. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, maybe. What about Ansel Elgort? Oh, that has would... the worst name ever. <laughs> that would actually... I would be on board with that. Yeah. yeah. But here's my question. If if Spider-Man's going to first appear in a Marvel MCU movie, and then he'll have his own solo movie, who gets casting decisions? Because first he's huh. going to be in a Marvel yeah, movie distributed by Disney, by Marvel. <laughs> so do they get to make that call? That's a good question. Crickets. I yeah. So I think they do. I mean, I would hope so. I, yeah. I trust them to make a decision. Not that I didn't like Andrew Garfield, but to have that big of a decision to make—that's a huge call. Yeah. Um, and I'd rather that be in the hands of Marvel right. over Sony. Yeah, uh, all good stuff. And there's a lot to be learned in the coming months, years. Is there anything else we want to cover with this? Not with this, but there's yeah. more news if we want to keep going. Yeah, actually, I wanted to get your guys' thoughts really quickly while we're kind of circling the, I mean, the comic book stuff. Uh, Fantastic Four trailer. What do you guys think? Dustin? Uh, I think we thought this, the same exact thing. It was like, okay, aesthetically pleasing. Um, felt really science heavy. Dug that. But it didn't get me excited for the movie. But it didn't make me worried that it was going to be you know like I'm, I'm just kind of like okay all right when's the next trailer gonna be out yeah right um i hope i hope for josh trank's sake that the movie is good mm-hmm. um because i loved chronicle chronicle yeah, was an incredible movie um i think a lot of that could have been the actors mm-hmm. um but he he did a really great job so well, we got one of the chronicle actors Michael oh, B. Jordan. Yeah. yeah, we do have Michael yeah. B. Jordan. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just, yeah, I'm just interested to see. I felt like we didn't really get to see a lot of powers. I felt no. like a lot of the, a lot of the abilities were yeah, that's kept a big under thing. wraps. I, there was like one image that we kind of saw the back of, uh, of uh, the thing. Um, we kind of saw from a little bit of a distance. Michael B. Jordan burst into flames, and Mister Fantastic cut, like started to stretch. Yeah, out started his arm. to stretch, but it was from an up close shot, so you really couldn't see his limbs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of that we didn't we didn't get to see what everyone wants to see to know if they should see the movie. Right. 
Um, but I didn't hate it by all means. I didn't sure. didn't rub me the wrong way. Tiny, what did you think of it? Uh, I'm just pretty indifferent to it, just because mm-hmm. I, I really didn't like. No, I mean, no one liked the the other franchise that they tried to right. to launch. Um, I don't know. I'm definitely gonna go see it though. You know, I'm mm-hmm. just, just just for the sake of the cast and the director. Yeah, yeah. Mike, how about you? Uh, same thing. I mean, same things you guys have said already. It's uh, I don't care too much for Fantastic Four altogether. Um, and um, I, I think it's too early to tell. I'll mm-hmm. absolutely see it. I'll see it the day it comes out. But it's it's too early to tell. Yeah, I and I posted this on on my Facebook page, on my personal Facebook page, and we got into a little bit of a discussion about it in the comments. But, um, I, like I'm I'm really indifferent to it too. I mean, the the shots in the trailer just screamed of like, okay, this is reminiscent of this other thing that was really popular, or this thing, like like the shot of the car just driving in a cornfield, uh, or in a in a in a farm like area. It's like. I read somewhere that someone said like this is the this is like Hollywood's like okay this is how Hollywood appeals to uh, everywhere that isn't New York and L A because yeah. they think that anywhere that isn't New York or L A is just cornfields and and right. farmland yeah. Um, yeah and it just it reminded me so much of like uh, uh, 2009 Star Trek and and a little bit of Interstellar and it's like okay we've seen this stuff before and Superman. And Superman, yeah. Yeah. Definitely Man of Steel. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just it was just really reminiscent of everything else. And plus the tone just seemed like, okay, you know, the Dark Knight trilogy was great because it was dark. Um so let's make this really look really dark and in and, and tone and and I don't know. It's it's just kind of just bleh. Um but one of the points that I made on Facebook was that I'm almost like I, I really want Josh Trank to really take off, but he is gonna be helming one of the Star Wars standalone movies, so he's okay. Like he's he's yeah. fine. And then, well, I mean, the cast is is really really good. I mean, um, Jamie Bell, right? Yeah. Uh, he was my my feelings toward the movie, notwithstanding, he was really good in uh, uh, Snowpiercer. And then, I mean, Mike, uh, Michael B. Jordan is astounding. Like, I think he, like him and Miles Teller are two young actors that have both shown that they have really strong dramatic dramatic talent in um, Fruitvale Station and Whiplash, respectively. And I think that they could really just jump into, like, a really strong, like, serious kind of dramatic uh, career. And I feel like... And I, I and when I posted this, I felt I felt like kind of an ass because I was like, "This is kind of dumb because it's a dumb problem because it's not like they're going to be completely consumed by a franchise, um, by a superhero franchise." But I kind of felt like maybe this could derail them a little bit from reaching like a prestige, dramatic career. And uh, same with Kate Mara, kind of. Um, yeah. What do you guys think of that? Those are valid concerns. Like I, I didn't think of that until you said it, and that's that's a good point. Um, but at the same time, I mean, you could say, I think you could say a similar thing about like Robert Downey Jr. You know, like if he if he hadn't been cast as Iron Man, what would he be doing? Um, He'd be doing movies like The Judge, which <laughs> right bombed. Yeah, yeah, and it's like you know, yeah. I, I don't I don't mind an actor being tied up in a huge, a, a terrific actor being tied up in a huge franchise like this, as long as the franchise is good. Right, <laughs> that's, right. That's what matters. But, you know, you made the point, like, what if it's like Andrew Garfield and he's in two very mediocre, if not bad, right. Spider-Man movies that he has to dedicate almost all of his time to over the last 
three to four years. Mm-hmm. You know, what could have, what could he have been doing? Um, I think Mike mentioned the same point about Jake Gyllenhaal. If, yeah, yeah, exactly. If the Prince of Persia franchise had the taken Prince off. of Persia theorem. Yeah, that's what I'm calling it. <laughs> Mike's Prince of Persia theorem. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and I, I mean, yeah, those those are just concerns that I have. And I mean, Andrew Garfield is a pretty good a, a good um, um, uh, example because I mean, he was yeah. just hot off the heels of the Social Network, which he was fantastic in. Yeah. And then, like you said, he's but who spent... knows? It's too early to say that he's not gonna he won't recover. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, and I, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that in the interim between Social Network and now, instead of doing like pursuing like strong dramatic prestige roles he was tied up with amazing spider-man that ultimately fell apart but he has emma stone to cry to so him (laughs) Um. (laughs) i think it really really depends on how like i don't i don't think a majority of people really hold andrew garfield responsible for the poor quality of the spider-man oh no not at all like like you know if someone's just not good and they bring they drag down that that franchise you know then obviously you can hold it against them and they they might not ever recover. But yeah, I I'm think... just saying that. I mean, his in the, in we'll see what he does after after post uh, Spider Man. But I kind of wonder if like he would have been pursuing better roles instead. Yeah. I, I don't know. It could ultimately become a waste of time for him. Right. Yeah. It really does amaze me. Like just thinking about the cast and Amazing Spider Man too. Just chock full of incredible actors yeah mm-hmm. and it's just just all the flaws in the scripts that just left it in in, in, in shambles by the end of it i mean uh, what paul giamatti in the worst role ever <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, paul giamatti is an incredible actor that was just a waste <laughs> we'll um, never get to see him that's, that's no, the, yeah. that's that's the underlying okay. tragedy. Yeah, that's a good thing. <laughs> um, it's a good thing that we'll never see i think so. i'll sleep better <laughs> oh no they're still night. doing sinister six aren't they are they? I think they Dude, are. I think I also Ugh. read that, that Sinister Six is still... <laughs> yeah. that, that, that's <laughs> disturbing news. I was hoping that all this meant that it was dead. all that other shit was dead out the window. We'll give, it, we'll give it like six months and see what they say about that. Because they've... I, no, they, they shouldn't. They... No. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. We'll see. Kind of connected to the Fantastic Four stuff, I... After seeing the trailer, because they've been talking, Fox has been talking for the past couple of years, I'd say at least since Avengers came out in 2012, that they were going to be doing uh, uh, interconnected movies between Fantastic Four and X-Men. Ugh, since they own the two. Really? I know. I know. Ugh. I know. It doesn't seem like a great idea. No. <laughs> um, but they're, I mean, they're expanding. I don't, I'm hoping that maybe they've let go of that notion, especially since it took so long for them to get a, a Fantastic Four movie. Um running again and on top of that they're expanding um the x-men franchise quite a bit yeah gambit are they still doing an x-force movie i've read that they are doing an x-force movie um i'm interested to see how that would play out i'm assuming that it will somehow be tied into deadpool um and that standalone movie which is think that's be coming out uh next um valentine's day is it next 2016 valentine's day wow yeah i mean Quite a quite a few X Men movies coming out, and then the rumor of the of a live action television television series. I want that so bad. Like <laughs> I because like I, I mean, watching Agents of Shield, I'm like, this is good like background for the for the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, it's like kind of good, just background like atmosphere to it. And I feel like I mean, they they're sitting on this property 
of just however many characters that they have under the they have the rights to like they could have just a full-fledged TV series that to to um to have good background for like what Brian Singer is doing in in the Apocalypse movie and all the, all that stuff. I mean, I don't see why they don't, you know, capitalize on that, which they're trying to apparently. Um so I'm I'm really eager to see if that happens. I think that they could capitalize on it. I'm just uh uh and I, what's great is that I don't think anyone remembers that they already tried to do a live-action X-Men series in the early 90s. So oh, I remember that. <laughs> so thankfully, no one remembers it, and so they don't have that weighing in on them. Yeah. Um, I don't remember it. I, I remember hearing about it on a Now Playing podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, if, you, if you get on YouTube, I'm sure you can find some old episodes. The special effects are just horrendous. They... I mean... I was a big Highlander fan in the early 90s. <laughs> uh, and Highlander made X-Men, the live action show, just look like Jeez. Shit. Like, uh, now uh, playing podcasts. I, I mean, I just, come on. It's remember just, Highlander? Yeah. Oh, oh man. God. I, I listened to now Adrian playing because Paul. of... Adrian Paul, man. Highlander endgame. Jesus. But I, I listened to now playing because of, because of Mike's suggestion, and they have bumpers for for their franchise reviews and like i I didn't listen to the it was what was it x-men whatever the show was but like they had like little clips from like audio clips from it it was like a pilot episode that they did and it was like some of the most like i was only listening to the audio and i was like oh my god this is the worst thing i've heard (laughs) ever um yeah yeah um, well, is there really anything else to go on? I thought I had another point, but I, I'm now I'm just vamping. Uh, anything else you guys want to throw into the mix here? Hmm. You're vamping? I'm I'm vamping because I was vamping. Vamping He's a vampire. Okay. Yeah, because I, I was vamping because I couldn't think of what the point was, and I thought I was going to bring it up, but I, I forgot it. And now and now we're calling attention to to my mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, I don't know either. What else do you guys want to talk about? I mean, you know, Fantastic Four, Black Mirror. Uh, well, it's not comic books, but they they've they announced uh, people attached to a new Halloween movie. Oh yeah, you want to you want to take the reins of that one, Mike? Yeah, uh, it's I I don't know. I'm not too excited about it, but uh, we just got word today that um, Marcus Dunst- Dunstan and Patrick Melton they're the guys who directed. Uh, saw four, five, and six. No, you say that with pride. (laughs) (laughs) I directed the masterpieces, four, five, and six of Saw. Um, So I don't know. Whatever. They're calling it a recalibration now, so there's a new re-word that they're going to use to to talk about (laughs) movies. Recalibration. You know, there's remake, reboot, re-imaging, reimagining and now there's a recalibration whatever the f- that means <laughs> so is, is a reimagining like the whiz is to wizard of oz yeah kind okay, of that's yeah. A reimagining. yeah 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 okay. and so uh i don't know we'll get another one i'm always happy about more halloween and, and i'm glad that rob zombie is not attached to it um it's not going to be uh halloween three um so that's good. I don't know. All good things. We'll see what happens. Too early to tell. Yeah. And uh, I, I brought this up in our, our pod chat about it, but how do you like with the whole recalibration thing? I mean, that sounds a lot like what they attempted to do with uh, when when they came around to Halloween H2O. And I mean, 
I mean, Brian Singer pulled it off with with X Men Days of Future Past uh, with some caveats there. Yeah, but... no, I think it's um, uh, I think we're giving too much credit to the word recalibration. That okay. that was successful, and I even think Halloween H two O was successful. I know it has a lot of it was uh, a lot of critics, but I really like it a lot. I think recalibration is their new fancy buzzword for. We're just gonna do a one-off that doesn't have a backstory. Okay, that would be cool. That that's what I think it means. I I think we're just gonna watch Michael kill somebody. Just not worrying about continuity. Just anymore. not worry about continuity. It's gonna be like Friday the Thirteenth movies in the nineties. Yeah, well, and then that also kind of sounds like four, five, and six. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. totally. Well, except that those were sequels to two. Okay, sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A recalibration is more like Jason X is a recalibration. Yeah. Okay. okay. No There's comment. no reason why he's still alive because he went to hell. Uh, but they take him into space and they just have – it's just another episode in the adventures of Jason. It's Jason X. So so I think that's what a recalibration is. Okay. Well, I'm I'm definitely down for that. Yeah. Um, another big piece of news that broke – uh, as we were starting to record, is that John Stewart is leaving the Daily Show? Uh, what do you guys think about that? It's totally different the, from what we're talking about. Is he the director of Black Mirror? No, but Black Mirror. Have you guys heard about this crazy show, Black Mirror? Uh, <laughs> hey, did, did you guys see Rosewater? I didn't. No, Tiny, did you? You didn't did see not, it. Did not. Uh, I saw it a, a month or two ago. Really? And it was okay. Is okay. is the idea that John Stewart's going to start doing movies? I um, know. I don't think there's uh, like I think that there was. Uh, it's too soon, I think. Yeah, too uh, early to tell. Let me read. How many times have I said that tonight? <laughs> <laughs> let me read. It's too re- early to tell. <laughs> God, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Jesus. Um, worth it. But yeah, uh, Comedy Central just really like they released a, a statement. It just says, I'll just read it really quickly. Uh, For the better part of the last two decades, we have had the incredible honor and privilege of working with John Stewart. His comedic brilliance is second to none. Uh, John has been at the heart of the, of Comedy Central, championing and nurturing the best talent in the industry in front of and behind the camera. Uh, through his unique voice and vision, The Daily Show has become a cultural touchstone for millions of fans and an unparalleled platform for political comedy that will endure for many years to come. John will remain at the helm of the daily show until later this year. Oh, he is a com- uh, comic genius, generous with his time and talent and will always be a part of the comedy central family. So yeah, he's leaving later this year. Hmm. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's the end of an era. It is a very long era too. I mean, it's, it's, it seems kind of insensitive to say that he is that show Yeah. because he has a really talented room of writers mm-hmm. that he uses. Uh, but he is that show. I mean, it really is. Yeah, I, I don't know. All, All right. right. It's a bummer. Yeah. Killborn 2016. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> really, I think Kill, Killborn is my daily show host, like Doctor yep. Who and Doctors. Yep. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, I've got nothing really else to talk about. Uh, yeah, except for Black Mirror. No. That'll no. do it. <laughs> That's it. All right, well, I'll throw it to the pre-recorded outros here pretty soon. Thanks so much for coming on uh, and being on with us, Dustin. It was my pleasure. Nice. And do you guys want to talk about uh, As Good As It Gets briefly before we sign out? Yeah, just one more time. Go ahead, Dustin. Okay. (laughs) On the spot. 
Um, the new EP releasing on Valentine's Day. Uh, what we're recording, it's Tuesday right now, so Saturday. Um, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be, if you liked the last one, you're going to love the next one. And hopefully that's a trend that we can keep going. Um, it'll be available Saturday, completely free. Um, five songs for free. You you just basically say, I want to pay $0, and you go to uh, bandcamp.com slash as good as it gets band and, and matt will throw a link up in the show notes yep. um and download it spread the word by the way our first ep uh something old is um is no longer free as of saturday so if this comes out before then you've got a little bit of time if not sorry about your luck goddamn money that. grab you guys sold <laughs> out i'm done yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if I could also uh, uh, just throw out there, ahoy polloi, if you haven't seen the 30-minute special yet, um, go to our YouTube page, uh, youtube.com slash hoipolloi videos. I would be um, I'd be remiss not to, not to, to plug that because uh, hopefully you've seen it. If not, check it out, and we'll have new content coming out soon. So Also, I got to plug my wife's out there doing her thing. She's selling greeting cards. Greeting cards. Amanda White on Facebook. Check it out. Valentine's Day cards, Christmas cards, President's Day cards, first day of kindergarten cards, graduation (laughs) cards, your first period cards. Yeah. (laughs) Those are good. Wait, seriously? Fourth of July cards. (laughs) There's just like a splash of red on the front. God, where was this last week? That's the Fourth of July cards. (laughs) St. Patrick's Day cards. Congratulations on passing your stone cards. Yeah. Yeah. And I also, I kind of have to plug, um, Mm. I am selling used condoms by the bag. Jesus. Um, You know, you have to wash them yourself, but you get a deal, you know? I want to plug one more time. Uh, My friend Dave... He used to be in a band I was in, Dustin was in, called Thank You Jade, and he's in another band, plays drums for them. I'm not sure exactly what the name of the band is, but he, he played drums on a couple songs for us, so shout out to them. Hey, Dave, what's up? Dave! <laughs> Mic drop. Oh, and I have one more thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just real quick, it won't take long. I bought a Honda Fit a couple years ago from Neil Huffman Honda in Clarksville, Indiana, and they gave me a really good deal. And in fact, I still have a service warranty with them, maintenance. So up until even next May, I can get my oil changed for free and tire rotations. So it's pretty much the best thing ever. Quick shout out to Boonville High School Musket Yearbook. Just want to say hey to my my high school students on the musket out there. What up, y'all? Password on the computer is Bowls 98 uh, That's a little secret for y'all listeners, oh just so God. you know. You get on and uh, check out our pages. This year, we're doing a best pictures theme, it's like awesome. movies. Get it? So, so shout out to my childs out there. Yeah, and uh, my buddy John Lundy, he has a lawn care service. He's really busy during the summers, but Lundy Lawn Care, check him out. If you watch the 30 minute special, there is a commercial. For Lundy Lawn Care, that's his legitimate working number. <laughs> Call it. He will service your lawning needs. He also is working on planting new grass and landscaping. He does it all. Just give him a six-pack of beer, and he'll take good care of you. Let him service you. Hey, you like cheeseburgers? Quick shout-out to Frank Spinopoulos. Works at Culver's in Culver's of Corydon. Corydon, Indiana. Also just opened up a store in Jeffersonville. Two Corydon, uh, two southern Indiana locations. 
options if you want your butter burgers and your cheese curds. So quick shout out to my boy, Frank. What's up, Frank? Also, I'd like to say my sister does wedding photography. You can find her. Just Google Seneca Mattingly. That's cynical without the L. Mattingly, M-A-T-T-I-N-G-L-Y. And she will hook you up. Tell her I sent you. Shout out real quick to Ryan Otley at R Otley does the art for Invincible. I tweeted him last week. I said, how does the best it's artist in comics do a page? And he tweeted me back and he says, oh, it takes about 24 hours. So Ryan Otley and I are bros. Shout out to R Otley on Twitter. Real quick shout out. Oh last one. Pornos. That's it. I like Jimmy Johns. Oh, my God. Quick shout out to my brother, business coach at Jimmy oh Johns. Not watching yes. pornos at work. <laughs> Not pornos at work. Uh, wow. All right. Well, <laughs> shout out to my brother Ray and his dog Turbo. Hey, 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 what is this? <laughs> <laughs> we were done. <laughs> Take your <laughs> my god. Alright, well, <laughs> that does it for this bonus episode of the Obsessive Girl Podcast. Uh, thanks for listening, guys, and thank you, Dustin, I think. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, guys. Uh, thanks, guys. See ya. Peace. <sighs>